Welcome to After Party, the podcast which is sometimes ridiculous and always real. We have got a very, very special episode for you guys. It's our very first guest on the podcast. It's a very special guest, um, a good friend of the podcast, and a really exciting one. Um, I'm really happy to welcome onto the podcast Lexi Royal. Um, Lexi, if you maybe want to just tell us a little bit about what you do, and then we can get into some questions, and we can go from there. Uh, hello, I am Lexi Royal, everybody's favourite part-time princess, drag queen, femboy, and any other tags that typically kind of go um, with what I do, and I, I cross-dress. And so how did you, um, how did you first get into that? What, what drew you to it initially? So I think it was something that I've always wanted to do. Um, but like, I guess like my little origin story was very similar to a lot of people in my community's, um, origin story. It was like one Halloween, um, I wanted to, I wanted to dress up. So my partner at the time, um, did my makeup and like, I, I think I went as like a, like a schoolgirl or something like that, something, I don't know, something shitty like that. Um, but I liked it. I like, I liked how I felt. I liked how I looked. Um, I just sort of snowballed from there, really, to be honest. Yeah, it's, I, I mean, I suppose it's crazy how it sort of began as just a, a one-time thing where you did it for Halloween. And then it's kind of gone and became this all, all kind of new hobby that you've picked up and really, um, really drove yourself into and, and, it, it stuck, hasn't it? Obviously, I mean, you've you've enjoyed it since then, and I guess it's kind of a, a creative form of expression for you. So, um, no, good on you. How how long have you been uh, kind of doing it for? So, when when was that Halloween party? How long ago was it? Did you say? Um, so the first time I ever dressed up was Halloween of twenty seventeen, around about, and so like I've been doing it like ever since. So like um, I started like an Instagram very late 2017 and started posting um like obviously in 2018 and you know that really got the ball rolling i guess and it just sort of snowballed from there as i said before it just sort of like um i just liked it more and more and uh, you, you can tell just from the engagement you get on those those platforms that a lot of other people um clearly enjoy what you do enjoy the content um so no good on you um as a, either, either of the other lads, you've not spoke uh, just yet. Have either of you two got some questions you want to throw in for, for Lexi before I bombard with the questions <laughs> too much? <laughs> um, yeah, I've got I've got a few just to just to start off with. Um, just just wanted to know what made you choose the name Lexi Royal. Um, so like the royal part, it's just always been like my online alias. Um, so I kind of thought it was it'd be like very fitting to you know kind of have that as like my you know femme name um and the Lexi thing so there was someone who like I followed on like my guy mode um Instagram um and like their name so they were like this crossplayer so like they you know they cosplayed um they were a man but they cosplayed um like female characters um, yeah and they were called they were called Lexi as well and I was like I like that name I'm gonna steal it <laughs> basically <laughs> what I did um, and then like here we are like you know three years later um like Lexi Royal there we go that's it uh, I think it it's got a nice people. ring to it personally um and it's good that you took sort of inspiration from like from when you first started out you've obviously taken some inspiration from that person that was also named Lexi and I'm sure that there's people who 
have seen your content and heard your story. They they might hear it here or on another podcast or another media channel you've been on, and you know they'll have taken you know inspiration from yourself as well, which is 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 great. And I'm sure I'm sure that probably warms your heart as well, knowing that you you know you're helping other people f- fulfill a, a passion or just even build confidence in any kind of way. Um, so it no, does. good on you. It like it. Like, but it's always kind of jarring to me. It's sort of like the way I kind of view it for like myself is just I I'm just kind of me expressing myself. That's kind of all it is. It is absolutely a hobby, but like more importantly, it's just sort of like me dressing like how I want to. It's a lot of people um, like they think, oh, if you cross dress, you know, you're obviously gay or you're, you're trans or you know, some other gender identity or something. And it's like, well, no, because at the end of the day, all of it is is just like clothes and makeup. Basically, it doesn't kind of, um, it doesn't have to say anything else other than that. To me, at the very least. No, I agree with you because obviously, like, I've known you for a, a long time. You know, you've been one of my best friends for a long time, and I. You know, I think for anyone to have those kind of presumptions is clearly wrong because you, you're still the same person. Do you know what I mean? It's just kind of like an extension of your personality. It's just how any other hobby or style of dressing would be. That's all, that's all it is really, isn't it? Like, I have it's, an it's... analogy. Like, so this is for people who like don't understand it because I get it's very foreign and, you know, you know what I mean? No one really has this like information really on the middle ground. It's, um, which is kind of where I lay, I suppose. It's like, um it's the way I describe what I do it's like changing skins in like a video game so it's like in Apex League of Legends yeah. you can get legendary skins for your characters that dynamically change the way the character looks but it doesn't change what the character does at all or like who they are it just it's just literally like how they um it's like how they look so it's like for instance in Overwatch there's this kind of like gamer girl in like this mech but you can get a skin which turns into a police officer she doesn't do anything else it's just a skin you know what i mean yeah. it's just like a way of like presenting differently and that is what dressing is to me i'm still me at the end of the day i'm still very much everything i've always represented i just look dynamically different sometimes no i hear that i, t- I totally agree as well it is just the kind of exterior look that changes not the not who you are as a person, absolutely. No, I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, you guys put it way better than I, than I could, but I, I couldn't agree more. It's, um, you know, it's great. And what, what you were saying as well, right, Lexi, it's, um, really, it's a really good analogy, to be honest, because it, it's true, like, you know, we don't, it's not that you're any different, it's just a, as you say, it's just dressing. Um, but just in regards to your dressing, something that, you know, we, we've seen you uh, photos and, and posts on social media, like Instagram and your TikTok, but just what are some of the signature aspects of your look? Do, do you have a go-to wig or, you know, colour go-to colour schemes? Um, so something that I'm actually kind of quite proud of is that I've been pretty consistent with, I guess, like my brand and like how I, um, end up presenting. So the style, um, that I'm a massive fan of is very much Y2K. Y2K kind of Barbie is typically how I always, um, like end up dressing. Um, and as a result of that, it's like, so like I have this one wig, which I always wear, which is like a blonde wig with a fringe, um, with like, uh, like small, like little, um, like pigtails in it. 
Um, and to be honest, the style changes. It all depends on kind of like how I feel. But that's typically the signature wig and like a pink coat of like some description, whether it be like a pink faux fur coat or like a pink PVC coat. That's that's typical where it is. Blonde and pink are like what my signature things are, basically is what I'd say. That's a good basis to go off. You know, there's a lot of looks you can style with that and a lot of ways you can go with it. Um, just for some people listening and, and myself as well, um, because I, I don't know what Y2K means. I feel like I probably should. What What is Y2K, um, if you could just explain? Oh, so like Y2K is like early 2000s fashion. Um, ah, like I see, the I good see. side of it, because like there's some like absolutely fucking naff fashion in like, the early 2000s. There wasn't any age, but it's like it's like the good, it's like the good side of fashion. Um, from there is like how I describe it. I hear that. I hear that. Um, how does it make you feel? Sort of, you know, like when you are dressed, does it does it is it sort of an empowerment feeling? Do you feel like? Do you, do you feel like a different person or do you feel like still yourself underneath or what's starting to play with it? Um, so it's like, it's a little bit of both. It's kind of like interesting. So like something um, that I kind of like spoke about a lot in the documentary was like how dressing made me feel powerful and like a year and a bit on, um, I, I still stand by that. It's like this set of armor almost um and it's something that I can really take like a lot of pride in so growing up it's like I um as a guy I'm not conventionally attractive and I know that and I feel there's no shame in like admitting that you can still like how you look and admit that you're not you know conventionally attractive um whereas when it comes to dressing I I I know I have that pretty privilege as it were um mm. and, and I like that and that is empowering that I like I can switch on this like mode, which like I've never been able to like have before this feeling of, yeah, I look good. And I, I know that people think I look good as well. It's great. I think the, um, the variation, sorry, sorry as well, Aaron. Um, I think the, no, no, the variation no, no. in, in, so. in your looks, <laughs> I think the variation in, in the way you dress, like obviously with me being a, a friend of yours, um, you know, properly in person, um, I, I see what you dress like as a guy as well. And I think, you, you dress, you know, like in a typical, I don't want to say a typical guy fashion because that makes it sound like you've got a shit fashion sense and not unique, but you know what I mean? Like you just, you, <laughs> you, you, you dress completely as a, as a guy would, as, as a guy, you'd expect a guy to dress, but then you can also switch it up uh, to such a, a degree and, you know, be wearing all these kind of baby pinks and, and be you know, having this. Femme, yeah. 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 It's, and the contrast is crazy. Um, but in, in a good way, you know, it shows you kind of versatility um, is what I would say. Absolutely. Yeah, I definitely. Um, and I, I like that. I like there's like such like a massive contrast. It's like um, I like recently I started taking more pride in like how I um, in like how I how I dress as a guy. Um, but it's still I still describe how I like dress as like a guy. It's like very neutral. It's not like how. OK, so like a big meme on the Internet is like, are the straights OK? And, you know, you know, what I mean? so like it's, <laughs> and I know there's like, you know, with the supreme jackets and everything. And it's like, oh, God. I don't quite dress like that, but I just just so in the middle, just jeans and like a pullover hoodie. Um, but like, that's OK for me. Um, but obviously, it's great to be able to switch it up um, and like just become this like pink Barbie princess um, whenever kind of I'm in the mood to really. Do yeah, you have no, like just... a, a preference for what clothes you buy in? Like, do you get more like of a kick out of when you're looking at guy clothes or like you dress clothes? Like, is there like a certain one out of two that you enjoy like looking at more? 
Um, I definitely enjoy looking at Lexi stuff more because I am very much dedicated to um, the game and the grind. And it's like, oh, that would be really good um, to take pictures in, to post yeah, to yeah. kind of social media. Um, not even for attention from other people. It's just sort of like, it's like a timeline is what I use my social media for these days, mainly just so I can look back in a year and kind of go, whoa, my makeup's come a long way. Or like, you know, I've, my style has gone a little bit better. Um, so I definitely um, get more of a kick out of like looking for because like to be honest, I just like guy fashion is just fucking boring. <laughs> it, it is. It's to me at the very. I know. Least, I do you know, know what you mean. Yeah. It's you're very limited. Um, but with like um, like femme stuff, you know what I mean. It, there's there's so much more choice, um, and I like that. Um, and it's a, it's a creative outlet for me as well, which is like another reason why I get more um, enjoyment out of it. Yeah, I mean, um, you, you, sp- you sort of touched on there about your um, the photos you take and put on social media, it being kind of a, a timeline uh, for you. And, I, you know, me and you have spoke sort of offline out of the podcast. Um, and, you, you know, you've said how far you've come since you first started doing it. And, you know, I totally agree with you. I think you get better and better as you go. And I think you seeing that improvement is also sort of like a, a, pat, a not a pat on the back, that's the wrong way to describe it. It's sort of just like a, a thumbs up to yourself that, like, look, you are still improving, you're getting better. And kind of just gives you that motivation to keep going, to know that you're improving in your field, I guess, um, is what I'd say. Yeah, like, absolutely. Um, but I feel there's nothing wrong with, like, having that, like, pat on, like, the back. It's sort of, like, something which I don't like the idea of um, that we've all been conditioned for, is that you can't take pride in something. There's, like, a difference between being proud of who you are, or a skill you have, and, like, being arrogant, if that makes sense. Yeah, and yeah, it's sort of, I like, I, I very much am proud of, like, who I who I am and it's like I you know it's especially with everything with COVID and everything life is too short to really give a fuck what other people think about you it's like we're no longer in school where you know those hierarchies kind of like really matter you know what I mean where every you know oh I don't want to get judged what will so-and-so think it's like that doesn't kind of matter the only person whose opinion matters is that of your own and yourself exactly and I think just to just kind of elaborate on that you know extend on your point there um what you are doing and what as as long as you do something that isn't harming anyone else i don't see how or why anyone could i mean everyone's entitled to opinion and people can have a a negative thought about it but there's no need to be directly negative or critical or try to bring someone down just for a choice they're making that literally does not affect you um it might not be something you'd want to do personally but just because someone else is doing it um you know that's that's not wrong everyone's entitled to their own choices and as I say, if it's not hurting you, not affecting you in any way, don't try to tear anyone down. And I would always say that. Uh, so we've already kind of touched on, you know, social media platforms. You, you know, you're obviously on Instagram and TikTok, which I would presume you're uh, are your most, you know, followed in, uh, you know, social media pages and whatnot. Um, which of those, or if there's any others, uh, do you get the most engagement from? And which social media platform do you enjoy using the most? Bebo, no, I'm joking. Like, um, <laughs> like, um, Bebo. <laughs> LinkedIn, no, 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 no. So, like, the platform that, well, it's not really because it's annoying. Most social media is like absolutely dying these days. Like, the only the place to be is TikTok and Clubhouse, weirdly. Um, but like, despite that, it's the, pla- the place where I have, um, gained the most traction over, I guess, my tenure of you know, dressing and everything, and I guess creating 
my brand um, is definitely Instagram, where I'm sat at around 18k. Unfortunately, Instagram no, is a dying impressive. app. Where like it's I'm, it's something I'm proud of, um, but like it's 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 a dying app, and like engagement is really not as good um, as it once was, which is frustrating. But it's like I earned those followers initially. You know what I mean? Like I, no one can take that achievement away from me. Um, that yeah, TikTok is something else, which is like a rising um it's like a rising platform just because it's it's just tiktok it's just if you want to market something or if you want to market yourself um like that's kind of like the place um to be like something i'm very much getting into these days what i would class as i guess the next step in my own personal evolution is me kind of getting into drag more because i know technically everything what i'm doing is drag but it's like more you know like drag race drag or like my take on that um and tiktok is phenomenal at getting your face out there if that makes sense yeah yeah no it, it, it would make you you know instantly recognizable you know because video you you know you're covering yourself from so many angles you know people are going to know who you are um and you know you, you i know you've put out quite a fair bit of content on tiktok and um as you say you've, you've got to kind of so instagram might have uh, died off a little bit and not be, been getting as much engagement for you as it probably first was um, but you've got to evolve with the times as you as you have yourself you know you've moved on to tiktok a lot um obviously keep up with the instagram stuff as you do um but if tiktok's where it's at and tiktok's where it's popping off and where you see the uh, potential to grow yourself and your brand um you know to larger audiences and new audiences um then you know good on you for from you know making that step across to that platform as well rather than just being one dimensional you know you've don't just stay in your lane you know you need to earn every lane and you, you you're doing that so you know big up to you mm. um it's definitely it's and it's because it's easy like there are so many people i know who is like they're really frustrated for instance that instagram you know they because these people a lot of people in my circle are the people who are mutuals with like you know they were getting thousands of likes per pictures as was i but now instagram is like completely cutting in half and they're it's easy to fall into the mindset of, i'm not doing anything else i'm not moving to a different platform it's like you don't have to move you just add another platform it's just you just got to balance your approach haven't you rather than just stay one-dimensional on one social media platform you, you know you're putting your eggs in a few more baskets and making content for you know different audiences on different platforms and that can only be a good thing in my opinion absolutely it's sort of like it's as long as you enjoy making the content you should like put it out on as many things as like it's possible i'm never going to stop using instagram because that's where like the bulk of like you know my connections are and as i said before it's like that's my timeline something i like doing is i like going through all of the looks that i've done over like the time that i've been dressing yeah and i suppose instagram is definitely the the easiest place to share uh, you know photograph content so no definitely i can't see instagram ever fully dying but i get your point about sort of engagement dying off um and you did also make a, a slight mention of a fairly new social media app, uh, Clubhouse, uh, which I've been using myself quite a lot. Um, you can use Clubhouse in a lot of ways, whether it's to kind of educate yourself on certain topics, um, to you know network with people who are involved in a certain industry or have a similar hobby to you or whatever it may be. Um, and we are going to be doing a, a Clubhouse live episode. Um, so I just wanted to let the, the listeners know that we're going to be doing that. Um, we're going to be scheduling it for Thursday next week at probably around 7, 7 8-ish uh, GMT um, in the evening. Uh, so if you want to join us, hop in on that. Uh, you can on Clubhouse and you can do so by following myself. It is at Joe N. That's J-O-E-N for November. 
So make sure you're following, guys, because that is going to be a crazy episode. Uh, so, yeah, just wanted to plug that in there. Um, lads, do we have a few more um, questions for, for Lexi? Uh, yeah, uh, you were talking about, obviously, your social media then. is I guess it's sort of what is... Is the social media like recognition what motivates you? Is it sort of like people's response that motivates you? Or is there other stuff behind scenes that maybe people don't see that like helps you to improve your content or like to motivate you in other ways, I guess? Um, I so like a big motivator is me, really. It's sort of like I I'm definitely guilty of like once upon a time, like definitely doing it like for the likes but then it's I was thankfully able to detach myself from that and it's like I do this because I enjoy doing it I enjoy how I look I enjoy getting better at makeup I enjoy putting these outfits together and filming stupid fucking TikToks like you know what I mean it's um I I have my own long-term goals which I I will achieve I have achieved everything I have set out to do so far because I've spoken into existence and every goal yeah. I have, I will achieve like in the future. And it's just sort of like the slow grind or like the grand, the grand game is what motivates me, I suppose. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's like, is it like, I'm sure there's still like, there is a lot of like other motivations as well, but it, and I guess it is very easy to fall down and all the uh, like following likes, following like how many followers you've got and stuff like that. But it's good, like it's a good mindset to be in, knowing that you can motivate yourself. I guess absolutely. It's like wherever I get like inspiration for something, for like a look or like for an angle that I could like do something um, with, that's kind of what makes me go, okay, I kind of really want to um like dress up and do something creative like an example of this is so um currently um rupaul's drag race uk is like broadcasting um and like whenever i watch an episode of that it's sort of like i'm like oh okay i have a couple more ideas something i could do for myself or like oh that's something like a new makeup thing i might try um so it's like it's if i get the inspiration from, from somewhere that is the motivation and like inspiration's everywhere so yeah yeah will you, know, you try uh, to jump on on that yeah yeah, so uh, just with you saying about RuPaul's Drag Race, you know what, if, no, if people haven't seen that, that is actually a sick programme. Um, there's so much drama and stuff on there. It's just, I remember for the first time, you know, I think probably most people who started watching Drag Race have probably been sort of like laid in bed with a girlfriend or someone they've been seeing or something. They've just been like, oh, can we stick Drag Race on? And you're just like, I don't, you know, I don't think it'll be my thing. I don't think I'll enjoy it. And that's what I was like. And then it were, it were on and I were like, so tuned into it. Like, this is sick. <laughs> so, um, no, it's, it's definitely one of them shows where you might not think you'd enjoy it. Um, but it, it is really good, in my opinion, anyway. The UK uh, version is definitely more tolerable, in my opinion. It's, it's just like the, the typical US version is a bit intense, is how I describe it. The UK and the Canada versions are, are really good, in my opinion. I haven't actually watched the UK ones yet. I've watched a few of the US ones, but might have to uh, to check out the UK ones next time I'm stuck for for something to watch. For sure. I'd definitely recommend it. Uh, like Going back to your social media, like, uh, I'm sure that there is a lot of positive response from people like to what you do, but I'm, I'm guessing there is some negative in there. So what's something 
you'd uh, you do to like cope with this or like what would you say to other people who maybe like are stepping into your community and gaining a bit of a following and then like the the sort of negative comments are coming in and it's going in, going to the red a bit what would you tell them um like as i said it's just a reflection so the, those people leaving shitty comments it's just like a reflection um like on themselves and like it's it's such shitty advice i know just say oh just ignore it but it really just like completely disregard it it's like you are better than that the people it's like if someone leaves you a shitty comment on instagram or on tiktok or any other platform like for and gives you shit for like you know expressing yourself in a way that makes you happy you are better than them you are instantly superior to them so don't give them delete it block them delete delete it or leave it up just ignore them they are not worth yeah. your time do you um, tend to go on blocking sprees yourself or do you just start just leave it and just let it let them show show the colors i guess i like i don't like leaving comments up, so I typically end up um, deleting the comments or like going on like right, huge right. blocking sprees. When I like first started my Instagram account, I actually ended up blocking a, a, a significant um, amount of people from our hometown, actually, just because it was something that I, you know, what I mean, I didn't really at the time want it to be like seen um, like by those people. But obviously, as I've grown in confidence and I've grown more confident in my, ident- you know, my identity and like who I am as a person, it didn't really doesn't bother me as much now but it's yeah my advice like anyone who's like getting negativity is like just to like ignore it there's even some people in my community who have like been harassed by other people um and has gone you know they've been doxxed yeah and the reason they've been doxxed is because they've engaged with this kind of negativity is if you just ignore it and keep blocking them they can like message you on as many accounts as they want but like if you're not engaging with them they have no ammo yeah if they keep creating multiple accounts and messaging you as well, that's it just shows how how little they've got to do in their own life for them to be sat there doing that. And just to to completely agree with what you said about, you know, if, if any anything in life, guys, if um if somebody's got something negative to say to you about something that either doesn't affect them and doesn't affect anyone else in any kind of negative way and they try to bring you down, um, as as Lexi said, it's it's a reflection of who they are and their own insecurities or stuff that they're not happy with in their own life. And, you know, I, if anything, I end up feeling sorry for anyone who does have something negative to say when it's not directly impacting them or negatively impacting anyone else. Um, because it does show that somewhere in their life, they're not happy with something for them to be channeling that negativity towards something that really has no impact on the life. Um, so I completely agree with, with uh, what you've said there, Lexi, and I think it's uh, applicable to many, many things in life. Absolutely. It definitely, it like definitely is. Although like I, I don't feel sorry for them, to be honest. It's like they are stuck in their ways because, you know, if they really wanted to be happy, they would have taken the steps to make themselves happy and express themselves a certain way. But it's like they choose to be stuck in this negative rut. So it's like, just disregard it. Just disregard that negativity. You are instantly superior to them. Yeah, you just like- got to block it out. Lexi, just one thing I, I want to say as well about you saying it, it's shitty advice. Um, it's not. I I couldn't agree more. I think that's the best advice like I've ever been given in the past. Is just don't let just don't let something get to you. Just don't you know decide that it's not going to, and just don't let it. And I know I understand why you say it sounds shitty because it, it's not. There's nothing really to to build on. You can't be told how to do that, but. 
it, it, it's it is the best. Um, it's the I think it, I I agree. I think it's the best way of dealing with anything. Just just by not letting it become something. And I I couldn't agree more with that. But just just on the back of um, what Aaron was, was saying um, about you know people that may be interested in coming into the community, um, just as someone um, like yourself who, as you said, you know you you're, you're proud of proud of yourself and. You, you know, you're happy with what what you've done and what you've achieved. What would be your advice to someone who may be new to the community you, or, you know, wanting to join the community that you're in or looking to join? Um, just sort of gets... Well, first of all, just get stuck in. I feel there are so many people who, like, are, like really... It's something they've always wanted to try, but the concept of makeup just, like, boggles them. And it's, like, it's not as complicated, like as it seems, um, and just, just get stuck in and, like, wing it. I did. I kind of still am winging it to some degree. Um, you've just got to be willing, like, be not afraid of fucking up. It's like everyone is terrified of, um, of like, fucking up. But it's like, if you're just in private, no one's going to see it. Just, like, fuck up a couple of times. Look like a joke. Look like a bit of a clown. But then the more you do it, the better you will get. Um it's just a thing that takes practice. I suppose it's one of them things. It's sort of like learn on the job, isn't it? And, you know, so many of us, you know, we can all be guilty of missing out on an opportunity because we're too scared to do it or we thought we wouldn't do it good enough. But, you know, something that I learn in certain business ventures, you know, that I go on and I've been on in the past or I'm current, even currently on, um, you know, it's okay to not be great at, at, at the start. You know, nobody expects you to be amazing when you first start out in something. And you're going to get people laughing at you or, you know, throwing comments your way if you're not doing something to the absolute, you know, best, best, best um, sort of level and standard. Um, but you'll, you'll get there eventually the more you push and the more you keep doing it. You know, you learn on the job, you make the mistakes, and then you learn from those mistakes and you just, you know, up your level. And eventually you're going to be the one laughing. You know, if you keep up in your level, you're up in your game, you're going to be achieving whatever it is you wanting to achieve, whether it's, you know, to improve in a sort of creative expression in the way Lexi does, or if you're wanting to, you know, increase the growth of your business or just purely the growth of your bank account. You know, if you're willing to put the hours in to learn um, any kind of skill, you know, it's okay to fuck up a bit at the start. You've just got to persevere and power through it and you'll come out the other other side of it, a much better person and a much more skilled person in whatever, you know, kind of field you're going into. It's natural. People are like just scared and it's like, it's something like I have like attempted some more like generic drag looks like behind closed doors and the cover of night and nobody's seen them because they are dog shit awful. And it's, and it's awful <laughs> because it's sort of like, it demotivates you this, oh, it looks so easy. You just do the thing when this, again, this counts for anything and then you can't do it instantly. And it's like, fuck, but you, you can't go in with that mindset. You've got to go in with this mindset of, okay, it might be a bit bad this time, but the next time I do it, it might not be as bad. And then, you know, like you improve more and more every time you do it you've got to be consistent it feels things will feel foreign at first but then it just comes second nature to you yeah and and as you've said there you know i'm sure you'll look at sort of uh, drag queens that have been on on rupaul for example and, and you'll think like oh that that look is amazing or whatever it might be and as you say you might you might then go go away and you might try and do a drag look yourself and you might think oh that doesn't look how i wanted it to look at all um you know it's always worth bearing in mind that that person who you've just seen looking amazing you know they won't have started like that will they by any means like they'll have started pretty much in the same situation as you you know doing looks and thinking 
oh, this looks horrible or it doesn't look, you know, remotely how I pictured it or, or how I'd planned. But you've just got to keep at it and, you, you, you know, you will improve. Um, is, the, is the one key thing, uh, Lexi, that you'd say you've learned along your journey, whether it's uh, something about yourself as a person or whether it's, you know, sort of a, a, a mantra to live by or a bit of a guide for you to live by? Is there any one key thing that really sticks out in your mind that you've learned along this journey? Um, so like, we, so because I'm, I, I'm a very private person, it's like my, like typically, so it's like something I would honestly say, which is, I'd say benefited me personally, is to move in silence. Don't tell anyone that you're doing anything. Don't tell anyone you're working on a look. Don't tell anyone that you're starting a business. Just do it. Do the thing and have the evidence show off. Do that phenomenal look. You know what I mean? Because then no one can get in your head and no one can steal the idea from you. It's, um, I, I feel a lot of my, so one of my biggest successes is obviously me being in the documentary, for instance. And it was something that even when I was applying for that, I didn't tell anyone because I just sort of didn't want anyone else's thoughts on it. I just sort of, you know, um, was in my own head. I was like, no, no, I'm going to get this documentary. I will be able to get on it because I have faith in myself. Um, and I didn't want someone getting in my head or I didn't want like someone else kind of going through it as well, as shitty as that yeah. was. Um, move in silence is what I would say. Just like, don't tell anyone, just like appear and just do, you know, like be your legitimate self. I suppose it's got kind of, um, when you do, it, you know, you can be so tempted sometimes if you've got a, an idea that you think is great or there's something you're doing that you think is great. You know, you, you can be so tempted to just want to blur it out to everyone. Um, but I do think you're right. You do need to keep some kind of a lid on it. Um, because as you say, someone could steal your idea or somebody could, you know, pump a negative opinion in that kind of, you know, it might not affect you necessarily, but it might just sit in your head for a little second and you don't need to deal with that negativity if you truly, truly believe in your idea. Um, so I think either keeping a complete lid on it and not telling anyone or only telling, you know, you, you're very close people who, who you feel very comfortable sharing your, your passions with and, you know, your, your creative flows, you know, all that kind of stuff. Like, absolutely. Um, I guess another way of like, me phrasing that is to never reveal your full hand to anyone. You can, you know, yeah. like, show little snippets and everything. Like, it's fun to be cryptic anyway, my, from my experience. It's nice yeah. when pe to keep people guessing because it gets, keeps people engaged, even if it's just people in your friend group. You know what I mean? It's, it's nice to be like, oh, what are you going to do next? You know, what, what's the next thing? You just sort of just keep like doing, you know, like these random kind of cool things. It's, it's, it's good. It's just never really your full hand to anyone. And that's not even from like, I, I wouldn't say that's like me being even particularly paranoid. It's just in the age of social media it is so easy to overshare. I have so many friends in my community who like, they will share anything and everything. It's like, you know what I mean? And it's like, you don't, you probably shouldn't be sharing everything because that's how people get in your head or that's how the negativity or the self doubt even by you sharing so much putting it out there if you just keep it to yourself um or keep some things to yourself rather because there's nothing wrong with sharing some stuff um you i feel you can be more driven and achieve your goals easier yeah i'd agree with that definitely i know you've just been talking about keeping uh stuff close to your chest but i'm gonna pry <laughs> Um, uh, is this something like is the dressing is this something that you could see yourself doing for a lot of years to come or have you thought maybe as you get to a certain age you might think mm, this isn't for me anymore or is it like a lifelong thing what's what is it to you 
So um, so like for nights, I'll do it as long as I enjoy it, basically, and as long as you know, I I get as long as I feel pretty, to be honest. But like I said, yeah. something that I'm really turning my attention to, um, and obviously in COVID times with so much time, just time on our hands, it's I'm really turning my attention to to drag, um, like actual um, drag, but putting my own little um, spin on it. So uh, I feel that's like where it's going. I will just like dress like casually, like whenever I kind of want to, but I feel that's kind of more um, like what the next step is for me in the future and other than that i'll just do it as long as i enjoy it because that's what i feel anyone should do with anything that kind of makes them happy just do it until it doesn't make you happy anymore and if it you know always makes you happy then always do it no i'd, just... I'd agree with that um yeah i i think i think um that's that's the key thing you know as, as long as it's making you happy keep at it if, the, if it ever gets to a point it's and that's why it's probably hard to put a sort of expiration date on it um and i think you getting into drag is keeping it it's probably to some extent keeping it exciting for you because it's something new for you to try and with drag typically being much more exaggerated looks um you know i'm, I'm sure you can probably be creative in more or maybe not more but in different ways with it and um, so you know that that will help you to to enjoy it a bit more it gives you something a bit different uh, to do um, sure. Absolutely. It's like I like because it's like I'm stepping into the realms of drag. I get to like create a drag character that's like you know, and like create like a story for them and everything because that's like whatever like a lot of the queens do. Um, it's like a, I get to be creative in a whole new way, and it's like the next challenge because you know, I I've been doing this for a decent amount of years now, and it's like I'm pretty content with like where I am. So it's like I'm looking for like the next the next challenge. Um, for myself and I feel me developing a, a drag persona and um, getting myself out there once the um, country and world opens up a bit more yeah. um, it is is the next thing for me yeah the country and world opening up soon come please soon lad <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just uh, just on the back of that um, you know as you say you've been doing it for a, a number of years and you're starting to feel more content with with what you're doing now but you think you've grown to enjoy doing it more and more over time um or do you feel more pressure now like, you know pressure to make sure you you feel like you you feel like you're doing it or you know better than you you were when you started out do you feel pressure to progress or do you just you enjoy it more now um i say i enjoy it more because it's like i am more comfortable like with with who I am, because without going into too many personal details about myself, so like I, um, my previous relationship when I like first started dressing, it was a bit of a barrier, which you know is kind of completely that's completely fine, that's like absolutely fine. But it's like because of that barrier, because that caused conflict, that made me like constantly have this am I doing the right thing here? Maybe this is weird, maybe I shouldn't be expressing myself in this way, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera um but it's like now i'm in like a much more supportive relationship who you know actively encourages it actively encourages the drag and that's helped me become more sure in who i am um as a person and just like my identity um as well so i but i'm definitely not under pressure though it's sort of like i like i dress when i want i create any kind of content when i want i take pictures when i want it's all what I want to do when I want to do it, basically, when I have the inspiration. 
No, I, I get. I really get that impression, like as well that you, you know, it it, it is all you. It's not um, it's not as much what what you feel like you should do to to um, move a certain way. It is as you say, it is it is absolutely you know you doing something that you love and and just posting it as well as you say for the timeline to you know see how you you progress and just but it you really do get the impression and. You know, as we've said, knowing you on a, on a personal level, anyway, it's you can really tell that it's something that you are, you know, that you do enjoy, and it's it's great to see, to be honest. Hmm. Um, yeah, it it just like it. Um, it it makes me it just makes me happy. It's sort of like I'm sure. So it's like so. This is something I imagine you guys can probably relate to. So it's like on a night out. Remember that when we could do that as well. Oh, night out. Like, oh, first of all, like, sweet we, bliss. Yeah, can we just like have a throwback to when that was a thing? So <laughs> on a night out, I'm sure you you lads have like an outfit, like a jacket or you know a shirt or something like that that you like that you think you look baller in. Like you know you like you think you would pop in and you love it. Um, like that shirt, that jacket, like. Um, I have that, but like when I get like fully like done up, like in a wig and makeup and everything like that. Um, so it's like I kind of get that feeling of I look really fucking good right now. I, I like this. I like this a lot. Um, yeah, like no, it's always such a good feeling as well. Like um, it's it's like if if you're getting re- like if I was getting ready for a night out, you know, I'm normally putting some like, in my opinion, like nice black top on, normally with some sort of like collared design or something. Um, I'm getting my gold chain on and like I'm just I'm thinking oh you look fresh as fuck right now <laughs> and I'm sure like you'll get that same buzz like as you say when you d- you dress up you'll be like oh my god I look so good right now and it's it is such a good feeling like when you when you've got yourself done up you know to go out or to do something um whatever it is you just feel great don't you Absolutely. It's definitely that kind of feeling of that, that feeling of self-confidence. And then it's sort of, it stacks this feeling of like self-confidence, like something um, that's definitely helped me along, I guess, my journey is I've borrowed confidence from my past self is um, how I would describe it. It's like, well, I felt confident, you know, last time I wore this outfit or I felt confident when I did something like this. So therefore I will have that issue um, like with this because I've gone out, you know what I mean? I've, I've like gone out shopping dress and everything and it's sort of like, me and I've gotten compliments I haven't actually like experienced negativity like in person I've gotten like compliments um like from people and recognizing me from the documentary if anything actually as well um, yeah so it's it's definitely it's just a great source of compliments which obviously I imagine like you lads can relate to and anyone listening hopefully as well um like that's what it is it's just like it's just you know it's a thing that makes sure for sure uh, is there anything you'd have changed about, like, like through this sort of journey, as you could call it, like, as you've been dressing? Um, so, uh, an issue I ran into last year, actually, although I think this is mainly because of, like, because of what happened, obviously, because of COVID again. It's like I became very paranoid about what other people thought about me in the community, um more than like the outside world mm. um and if i could go back i would um like we just reassure myself not to care it's like, yeah. like it's, it's really especially doing something um like i do it's so easy to have the spotlight effect um on myself but in reality no one really gives a fuck you know what i mean it's so like if you if you have a good outfit you do a good look people go oh, that's pretty fucking cool they'll like it and then we'll get on with their day 
You know what I mean? It's yeah. like there's no oh, fuck it, I don't look very good. No, no one does that. People are too busy in their own lives, which is completely understandable. So it's just um and I think I've had a couple of moments just in general like that over the, the course of me doing what I do. So it's yeah, I I just sort of um to not concern myself with the spotlight effect is what I'd say. Right, that's fair enough to be like to be honest, like is especially as you've grown, like I guess that like spotlights obviously got bigger and bigger, so like it can it could have weighed down on a lot more people, I guess. Uh, yeah, but it's like people like not everyone is like looking at you. It's sort of like yeah. this is something which like I always remind myself whenever I go out dressed. Like everyone looking at you in the street, they're not looking at you because they're clocking you. They're looking at you because just you know, if I was dressed as a guy, they'd look at me. You know what I mean? Yeah, just getting on with their day. It doesn't just glancing almost. Not yeah, it's like, like looking. Yeah, so it's like it, it's important not to be concerned um, about those things. It's 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 weird. You've got to like be a little bit like have a little bit like ignorance is bliss, and you yeah, come across sure. as like a bit of a cocky twat sometimes by like doing <laughs> that. But it's sort of like if you are like wrapped up in your own world um, and a, at least a little bit self aware, um, I I feel you can be like like truly happy because if you're doing everything for yourself you're living a life unapologetically for yourself um you can definitely be happy i love that totally agree as well um i you know you kind of touched on borrowing confidence from your younger self but you know i've got one one more question before we wrap things up um if there's one thing that you could say um sort of with the journey you've been on who you are as a person today if there's one thing that you could say to your younger self, what would it be? <laughs> this is um, this is a bit from Drag Race, is this? <laughs> is it? This is. Yeah, this is, is generally like the like towards. But the you end said of the you watched it. Well, like... I've not watched it in a long time. <laughs> cut me up. <laughs> 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 oh, can it, when are we going to get done? <laughs> You've been called <laughs> out now. It's sort of, yeah, like towards the end of the conversation, they like hold a picture, like Rue holds a picture oh, of like the young yeah. queens, um, yeah, and it's like, yeah. what would you say to a young? A horror right now because that's what the UK comes currently is. Um, but <laughs> what I would say um, is to like get my is to like assure myself that like once I'm done with school and college to snap out of the oh what will so and so think what will the people who was like trotting around in their Jordans at school think about if I was doing this like no doesn't matter you don't see them you have them blocked everywhere you know what I mean it's sort of like just um focus on whatever makes you happy um and you know like dressing expressing myself however i wanted to express myself because i think i probably wanted to dress a little younger but i never had the confidence for it because i was worried about what individuals um would think but it's like a little bit of the spotlight effect and a little bit of the well you know like it doesn't fucking matter you know what i mean i'm um, I am the protagonist of my story um, and I, I should therefore like live out my story my way so um, just just like stay strong like once it's like I said once I'm done with school snap out that mindset get to being who you want to be is what I'd say to my younger self absolutely and I think um, I think as you kind of said there you know other people's opinions um don't, don't really matter you know the only opinions that should matter to, to you are your own opinion and the people who who you care about and who care for you's opinion and 
no I think that's a I think that's a brilliant answer and a brilliant mindset to have um and I think that's probably a good way for us to end the episode so I'll just say it um, on behalf of all of us, you know, thank you very much for, for coming on and being the first guest we've ever had on the podcast. Um, and what a guest you've been. Uh, thank you very, very much. Is there anything you'd like to say to kind of conclude the episode? Um, well, um, no worries. Thank you. Thank you very much for having, having me. I'll never turn down an opportunity to talk about myself. Um, and I don't know, I guess just like everyone needs to bear in mind that like, we are all the protagonists of our own individual stories. Um, and as such, you should live your life that way. You know, be ridiculous, be out there, be incredibly extra and break the mold. And also bear in mind that just like, you know, you don't remember every page of a book that you read, not every day is important. You don't have to be progressing and, you know, achieving things every day, every week even, you know what I mean? You can just sort of, it's the little things prioritize yourself and do whatever makes you happy in my case if that's like dressing up in drag do that um if it's like buying like buying things constantly as well do that as well if it's like setting up your own business just you've got to push and prioritize what you want because covid has taught all of us how short life is so it's important to prioritize yourself and live life like the true protagonist we are sorry like the true protagonist that we all are I totally agree with that. Um, I think that's an absolutely fantastic note to to end the podcast. So I'll just say again, thank you very much for being a, a brilliant first guest. I uh, hope the audience have all enjoyed and we'll catch you for the next episode, guys, which will be the Clubhouse special. <laughs>